Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. This is your Goth Luna. And I'm Matt the Sloth. Yay! We are a podcast of two friends living, I mean, most of a country part anyway. Pretty pretty close. (laughs) And constantly celebrating Halloween. So, happy October, spooky friends. (laughs) This season we are focusing on werewolves, Uh, so we've been... Watching and reviewing werewolf movies, talking about all of the themes that werewolves typically represent in film, Um, and it's been super fun, but today is a super special treat, (laughs) see what I did there, (laughs) because we are going to be talking about the 2007 film Trick or Treat. Yes, it's our super special Halloween spooktacular creepy episode. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not too creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Trick or Treat. You might be thinking, well, that's not a werewolf movie. And I would venture to say you're probably right. But there is a section of the movie that is very clearly... Oh, did I say vampire? Werewolf. Werewolf, yes. I don't know. I don't know. My brain is all over the place. <laughs> werewolf. It is at least somewhat a werewolf film. Uh, so that means that we can talk about it. Yes. As per the rules of our podcast <laughs> that we make up the rules for. <laughs> well, we want to do something a little bit special because uh, Halloween is our favorite holiday of the year. Obviously. We wanted it to tie to werewolves. The werewolves are already always a little spooky, so what's something a little different? And so we want to do something just a little different, but still on brand. Because you gotta gotta be on brand, right? Sure. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, we're on brand. Sort of. Um, Close enough. (laughs) So Matt, what's going on in your world? Oh, you know, all the fun stuff. Oh, there's a kitty here. Oh, kitty cat. Hello. Well, she's got a new door to my bedroom, so she can come and go as she pleases, and she's super Ooh, happy about that. That's awesome. My kitty cat is directly under the computer right <laughs> now. Do you have it, like, laying on top of her, and then she gets up it'll... <laughs> no, I have it, like, I have a little table that goes over the couch, so I can, like, sit here on the couch and talk to you, yeah. and she likes to hang out, like, in my hip pocket you know where i'm like sitting here and Mm -hmm. underneath so she's like sandwiched by leg couch and computer Ah. she seems happy about it i don't know there you go (laughs) well i'm mostly uh still getting settled at the new place i'm settled enough now to where i have to start all my side hustles back up again (laughs) so working on a new uh video for my youtube my halloween special for that um also, uh, DC Fandom happened this past weekend, so I've been Ooh. keeping track of that and all the fun trailers and everything that came out. Um, God. Yeah, we're getting a, we're getting a new <laughs> Batman cartoon that's produced yeah. by Bruce Tim, who did the Me '90s too. one. So that's exciting. That is pretty cool. So, so yeah, and I'll be doing a video, something to do with that. I don't know what yet because I know everyone covers every nerd covers. DC fandom to death, but you know, do you gotta do what you gotta do, and you're yep. a professional nerd, so you gotta figure it out. It's true. So yeah, mostly... do your duty. Yeah, <laughs> duty. Uh, <laughs> 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 and 
And then, yeah, working on the band stuff because, again, getting all the side hustles going. We got a Halloween show coming up um, that we'll be uh, premiering a brand new song for, a spooky song. Uh, check out uh, Leonardo Leonardo Band on on uh, TikTok, and you can see a little preview of that. Ooh, tiki tock, tiki So yeah, what have you been up to? I know you had a really busy weekend. Oh my god, yeah, I am upright. Well, I'm sort of. I'm actually recording, kind of halfway sitting, halfway laying down, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just got back uh, from Salem, Massachusetts, from the Endless Night Vampire Ball hosted by Vamp Fangs. And uh, I performed Aerial Chains with my aerial partner, Megan Stern, who is also the uh, the designer of our logo. Yes. Um, our graphic. So, yeah, it was super fun. I got to be a vampire lady and be all sexy and hang myself in chains. Um, it was very painful, but it was delightful. <laughs> I had so much fun. We drove back yesterday, so I'm quite tired. Um, and it turns out that when you work all weekend, Monday shows up and you have to work that too. So I just don't get to rest until next weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, I've felt that the last few weekends. We've been redoing doing a lot of projects around here. So we've been redoing a bathroom all weekend. Mm. And then, yeah. This is our first, yeah. yeah. This was our first weekend of not doing projects just to take a break. But yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. So I am, I am very happy. Um, we had a blast. I highly recommend the Endless Night Vampire Ball. It's crazy. Like, such a great party. Well produced. Um, yeah, they just killed it. And Mannequin performed, and that was awesome. So yeah, we had a we had a really great really great time and i'm glad to be back with my critters and i can't wait until the next time i get to hang myself from chains well i mean i wanted to see it but i must have missed my email where you sent me a business uh first class ticket to come down and see it i didn't oh right i was gonna send you a first class ticket when i drove from (laughs) virginia (laughs) yeah 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 that's how that worked (laughs) yeah i must have missed it i don't know I see. I see how good of friends we are. You're not even gonna comp me at a three hundred dollar, no, probably more um, six hundred dollar ticket. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe next time, Matt. You know, you, we never know. I don't. I want to like say absolutely not in the cards, but it's worth trying again. <laughs> but yeah, all the pictures look amazing. It looked like a. Really Thank good... you. Yeah, we had a a great time. So um, hopefully there will be more pictures and videos coming out soon. So you can check out my uh, Instagram, Luna Minwe, Luna underscore Minwe on, um, yeah, on Instagram. And I should be getting those at some point and I'll share them. I probably figure out a cool montage way to share them uh, on TikTok if you follow me there. And yeah, just busy. Busy October. Spooky kids are always busy in October. It's true. It's our busiest time of year. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, um, so moving into the episode, are you ready to talk about trick or treat? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right. Well, before I do that, 
I do want to remind everybody, you can follow us, the podcast, at Goth and Sloth on Instagram and something. Twitter. Oh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, y'all. I'm doing great. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna get through. <laughs> we are gonna make it. You can also email us at gothandsloth at gmail dot com. Okay, so here we go. Let's do it. So, trick or treat. Uh, that's trick R, the letter R. Treat. Yes. If you're looking for it. Um, Cause, uh, I mean it's trick or treat completely different movie that's horrible starring gene simmons from kiss oh and God. also ozzy osbourne yeah so, dumpster fire com- dumpster completely fire completely different uh looks at things so yeah trick our trained <laughs> yes exactly and okay so we have um this film that has been blowing up in popular culture over the last couple of years i'm not mad about it frankly yeah. Uh, and the reason why I would I would venture to say the reason why is because it gives us such an iconic character mm-hmm. in the film that we'll talk about a little bit later. His name's Sam, and he represents the spirit of Halloween. And he's so freaking cute yes. and murdery. It's like a cat. <laughs> he's a cat. Yes, that's a very good, <laughs> very good analogy, yes. <laughs> So the story of Trick or Treat, it's actually an anthology, but it's pretty seamlessly woven together into an overall storyline. So we have four main sections and then like an opening closing scene that could count kind of as its own. Um, And so we the opening closing scene has to do with a couple where the woman in the couple is not a big fan of Halloween and she makes it very clear because mm-hmm. um, she dumb yep and her, her uh her partner is way more into it but doesn't really do anything about her ridiculousness like leaving her um <laughs> so that's on him <laughs> um and then there are four sections so one is called the principle i don't know if it's officially called the principle but that's written on the imdb and Wikipedia, and those things are always right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Believe everything on IMD or on Wikipedia.org. Right. Oh, please don't. Um, <laughs> we, we the world does not need more people like that. So the principal uh, is this story of a you guessed it principal um, who is kind of a dick. Uh, a lot of people are dicks in this. Yeah story um and his he basically poisons a kid and murders him and then uh he's got a son that is super annoying and then they together there's always a twist at the end of all of these um so spoilers but i mean get on it it's on hbo it's available everywhere if you don't want spoilers Come back to us another time. (laughs) Uh, So uh, in this one, the twist is that uh, his super annoying kid is in on it and they like to carve the humans together because they like father-daughter murder time. Yeah, it looks like he's going to murder his kid. Uh, It gets real close and then turns out, nope, they're just carving a head. What a twist. What a twist. (laughs) 
so another one is the Halloween school bus massacre. This is a really cool story. I actually mm-hmm. like it a lot. Um, it's probably my favorite, save for werewolves. And it is essentially a ghost story of sorts. These kids uh, were murdered by, well, the parents essentially hired someone to murder their kids. They were, uh, they had disabilities of varying types and the parents were, I guess, exacerbated or whatever. They were shitty parents. Yeah. Um, and they hired the bus driver to drive the bus into the lake and, and um, chain the kids into the bus so they all drown. And uh, something goes a little awry. I'm not really going to go into it, but it it happens. But the bus driver survives. And um, so these dead kids, which are <laughs> the coolest types of ghosts, in my opinion, yeah, um, are in this ravine sort of area where they died and their spirit, their spirits require eight because there are eight of them, eight jack-o'-lanterns, and these kids go down there to try to scare this other kid, blah, blah, blah. The There's a lot of bullying. The person that was bullied um, is rad and likes Halloween and does yeah. all, the, all the right things yeah. and uh, essentially leaves those kids to die at the hands of some murdery ghosts, and I'm all about that, yeah. frankly. <laughs> that alone is like, yeah, sweet. I want to watch that movie. <laughs> Um, then there is the meet Sam, uh, section of the film. And this has to do with the iconic character that we were talking about, Sam. He is the spirit of Halloween. He appears as this like kid kind of like, I don't know, his size varies a lot in this film, but (laughs) he's, he's like, I don't know. Todd, not toddler. I would say like maybe five, six year old year old size, yeah, and then yep. like in his like little jumpsuit, and he's got like a burlap sack head mask thing with button eyes and like a little stitch scarecrow looking mouth. Um, and he's got cool accoutrement, if I do say yeah. so myself, <laughs> <laughs> like a murder stick, also known as a lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he, there's a grumpy old dude that lives in a house and he is, uh, you know, lots of get off my lawn, scaring kids, doesn't like Halloween, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, and he is essentially haunted by the spirit of Halloween. He like, Sam is haunting him, like, mm-hmm. you know, appearing all over his house, a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns show up in his, uh, yard and he hates that and all this stuff. And, um. Sam attacks him in various awesome ways yeah. and eventually like maims him. Right. We find out that he's actually the bus driver from the school bus massacre. Yep. And those kiddos, the ghosts show up at his door and then rip him apart. And it's pretty great. Um, and then what's a twist? Finally, yes, it is a twist. What a twist. Finally, the last section is surprise party, or it's called surprise party, or it might be called whatever, but it's the (laughs) werewolf one. Um, And uh, it's basically a a really neat play on the Red Riding Hood story. We're going to go into Mm -hmm. it a a little bit more later. 
Um, but that is the movie. It's so much fun. It's not very long. It's probably like an hour and a half. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, super great writing. It's well, the effects are nice. It's well produced. Costuming looks great. Um, I don't know. I dig it. So I wanted to take this opportunity. This was a shared choice between Matt and I for what we would talk about for Halloween. Uh, so Matt, why do you like this film? Why'd you pick it? So, um, I feel that this is the pinnacle of all Halloween movies. Halloween themed mm, movies. We're throwing down some big words. I know, right? <laughs> um, the, like, there's obviously a million kajillion horror movies, endless amounts. But the actual amount that take place on Halloween and deal with Halloween, pretty small in comparison. And this movie um, drips of just Halloween and the nostalgia of like you growing up trick-or-treating and... Also, the nostalgia of your 20s and going to parades and stuff. And, like, yeah. it's everything at Halloween. Telling ghost stories. Trick-or-treating's all over the place. Um, blood, gore, mayhem. <laughs> Tricks and Tricks treats. Tricks and treats. It's so awesome. And also, uh, yeah, Sam is absolutely one of my favorite parts because... Uh, growing up, there was never really an icon for Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, Santa Claus has got Christmas. You got the Easter Bunny. You got Cupid for Valentine's Day. Yada yada yada, so forth. And um, you know, the closest we kind of started getting Jack Skellington uh, f- kinda. for a hot second. But like, and also like the murder people, the slasher guys. Yeah, like, the, they kind of look. They were kind of like, "Ooh, that's Halloweeny," but it's, I mean, they're kind of year round too. Exactly, I don't know. and like, yeah, you'd have you know your creepy, scary skeletons and you know various really generic witches and all that. But like, there's never like the Halloween spirit, and that's Sam, mm-hmm. and it he fits so perfectly. He's wearing like that old the old timey. If you ever look up old timey Halloween costumes, and mm-hmm. how frightening they used to look. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> and he's just that, and it's just finally like, yeah. And that's why, I, again, like you, I'm happy that it's becoming popular. It started this very cult classic movie. And now, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can start getting, like, Samp Popo Funks, or Funk Popos. <laughs> Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Brains. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's definitely booming in popularity over the last couple years. I mean... All you have to do is walk into Spirit and see how many, like, Sam things are flopping around. And, yeah, he is. And he's, you know, yeah, he's the spirit of Halloween. And you're like, why is he picking on this guy at the very end? And it turns Mm -hmm. out because he was a he did a really, really horrible thing. Well, I mean, he also also murders that chick that does not like Halloween just for blowing out the latch jack o lantern That is true. (laughs) (laughs) He is kind of a murderous little dude, but he's cute. So Also, I do dig that chick's costume, though. No matter how much he hates Halloween, I love that style of robot, and I actually want to make that robot costume. You should. Yeah, those robot the that style of robot is like iconic. It's it's pretty great. Um, and also, I think it'd be fun to get a group cosplay of the mur- of the murder bus kids. And, Ooh, that would be so fun. And see who recognizes it, like, because it's really niche. 
but it would be yeah. really fun. Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like if you walk around Dragon Con, somebody's gonna at least at least twenty percent of the population will figure it. Dragon out. Con would get it, but Dragon Con's special. Dragon Con is special. Um, oh. But if you were to like just go to like a Halloween party as a group, like a just mm-hmm. normie one, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, be like, you guys are all ghosts, but you look similar. Weird. Weird. Mm. But yeah, that's why I think it's I think it's the Halloween movie. I watch it every year. Um, mm-hmm. it's funny because I have been meaning to buy it. I never actually purchased it. I always just rent it or whatever. And yeah. I actually just bought it a couple months ago. Actually, maybe even before we decided to do it for a Halloween episode. And it was in my, oh, really? it's in my pile of discs of like needs to be watched before, like that you purchased actually watch these. And it's like, Oh <laughs> yeah, that's how bad I am about buying movies. I buy a bunch and I, I get to them. <laughs> oh my God. But this is a good okay. excuse to, uh, yeah, watch that one again. And Yay! It's still good every time I see it. I find new things every time I see it. Yeah. There's just Easter eggs and little things of all the different like characters or just people in the background that you see from the other stories all mixing in. I love mm-hmm. that. I love the time jump at the very end where it's actually the end is the beginning and it kind of takes you mm-hmm. through this pattern where it just keeps rotating forever and forever. <laughs> yeah, like you can literally watch the movie on repeat and it would work. Like, it's pretty cool. And I think you're right. It's pretty timeless. The way I really appreciate like directors and writers that make these choices, but they they set this film in this ambiguous time there are no cell phones oh there there there's there are uh during are there cell phones yeah. i don't remember seeing him uh they're talking is it during surprise party they're talking on them surprise party yeah. okay but you're well that's fine but still like there's uh like the guy in the beginning is using a vhs tape yeah <laughs> um the old man is using an old timey tv which could work at any time yep like it's it feels like it is set in multiple times and no time, which means that it will age well. Yeah. At least I think so. I meant to like bring that up too. So I'm glad you did is like, yeah, when does this take place? Cause yeah, VCRs, rotary phones at one point, he, he, yeah. he calls the police on a rotary tile, but yeah, they have cell phones in parts of it. Um, there's mm-hmm. like modern ish news cameras at a point, but it's also, shot in like that old cheesy way of news yeah so yeah yeah it's, it's very yeah he i i think obviously took a conscious decision not to time stamp it i would imagine so i hope it was i hope it was <laughs> intentional i want to give him that credit and uh his name is michael doherty by the way yes. he wrote it um and he i think I think he said it started with just the story of Sam and then he branched out to these other stories and put it all together. And, uh, it's, it's a really great, great watch. Yeah. And also speaking of the, the director and writer, uh, he also did another, uh, new modern classic is, uh, he also wrote and directed Krampus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it's a modern classic. I don't care for it, but <sighs> it's fine it's fun-ish i mean it's fun-ish it's not <laughs> trick-or-treat i will tell it's you not that. trick-or-treat no but um not that i need it to be but like it's it yeah anyway <laughs> maybe in a few years i'll see the 
glory and it will become another like cult classic weird thing. I don't know. But with Trick or Treat, it is an absolute gem. I hope, I mean, it seems that the younger generations are really liking it. Like, like, I don't know if Gen Alpha is going to get it, you know, but Mm -hmm. I, I hope so. Um, that said, I guess my favorite part or the reason why this movie is, was my pick for Halloween, all the same points you said really about it being like my annual watch because it's just delightful. But for me, it just checks all the boxes for, in terms of like, you have vampires, you have werewolves, you have ghosts. What more do you need? (laughs) You have undead killer kid. Um, you have like slashing, you have haunting, you have predators getting what they deserve. Oh yeah. You, you like, it's every horror movie trope, but not tropish either. Like it's just every horror movie theme in one film while honoring Halloween. It's both ways. Like there's a, there's the meek girl in surprise party that we're going to talk about in a moment. Her name's Lori, which of course to me is Lori Strode. Um, so like there are all these ways that they honor the history of horror movies and Halloween all at the same time, which is pretty, a pretty big accomplishment. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just, and I just feel glee when I watch it. It's just fun. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's so amazing. And yeah, so many great awesome parts to it um and yeah and everyone gets their comeuppance it's a very comeuppance heavy movie yeah like which is very pretty classic for yeah um for horror you know yep most classic horror it's like you get what's coming to you buddy yep (laughs) but that said and this is probably another reason why i like it just because everybody gets what coming to them it's not tropey mm-hmm. again because people still die like things still go awry people there are still hor- horrific deaths but it's all like justice is served in the end kind of thing like yeah. those kids were killed in the bus like no one saved them right yeah you know and no one's going to so, jail or anything right like everything just kind of happened after that but years decades later something happened so that it's like that element that i really like about it that it's not just a halloween trope movie yeah all right so do you want to go into so the surprise party segment of the film yeah let's jump into it why are we talking about this on a werewolf podcast because it is the werewolf <laughs> section of the film, if you were listening earlier. Earlier. <laughs> yeah, so this is the werewolf. Um, this is where the werewolves come in. It's an awesome section. Uh, like I said, School Bus Massacre is my personal favorite, but this is maybe one of my favorite depiction of werewolves, period, point blank, forever. Mm-hmm. Do you want, so what's it about? Do you want me to set the scene? Ooh. Yeah, set the scene. All right, so we'll start this in a Halloween store, basically a spirit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
basically a spirit uh, with three ladies uh, changing into sexy uh, fairy tale costumes. So it's the the always Halloween trope of the girls wearing the sexy version of something. Yep. Which again is kind of timeless. It is. It just that's always happened. It's just a thing. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, so it's four girls and the final one comes out in a red riding hood costume. It's played by Anna Paquin and, um, they talk about getting dates to go to this party. And as they're walking around, um, Lori opines that, uh, it's her first time and, or she is still a virgin, I believe is what they even specify. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's nervous about trying to ask somebody to this party and, all that fun stuff. And so the other girls get dates and head off, and she's left to hunt alone for her date. Um, tr- uh, kind of doesn't really try too hard, but, you know, nerves get the best of her. And she decides to just go to the party by herself. And whilst walking, um, she starts getting hunted by what we thought earlier in the movie was a vampire. Mm-hmm. Um and then she uh, basically beats the crap out of him and brings him to the party as her date. And then begins uh, the ritual. <laughs> the ritual. <laughs> so in an amazing scene, um, you he's tied up and you pull off the mask and turns out it's the principal from the very beginning of the movie. What a twist! Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yet another twist and uh which is yeah because early in the movie the principal mentioned to his kid that he had a date later and mm-hmm. um so this isn't not necessarily that date but his date was to hunt and kill people on halloween because uh shown in an earlier scene um if you want to do your killing you do it on halloween because everyone thinks it's a prank so mm-hmm. you know little little tip out there for any serial killers like do do oh my god no 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 we do not help them god damn it now we're gonna get sued right <laughs> now the better lesson is to even if it might be a prank listen to somebody saying hey i'm being murdered even on halloween <laughs> yeah weird concept um and so, yeah, she uh, gets on top of him, and you're like, what's going to happen here? And she begins to turn into a werewolf, and then all her friends turn into werewolves, and they s- go about devouring everyone that they brought to the party. It's a pretty cool party. It's, it's a fun lie. party. <laughs> kind of sad I, was, I missed it. Should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is one of the shorter ones because... This one kind of is cut up into pieces in between parts of the other one, of the other minuets, if you want to call them that, um, up until the actual surprise party. And then even then, it's pretty quick, but it is shocking, and it's a huge twist the first time you see it, and Mm -hmm. it looks amazing, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, and in this one, you know, I talked about the Predator gets what he had come into him like this guy was seriously like grabbing girls and you know basically sexually getting them all you know whether it was willing or not like biting and kissing them and licking them there's a lot of licking um 
and then uh, he would, you know, bleed them out essentially. And so he tries to do this to Lori, and Lori's like, <laughs> "Nice try," <Yeah. laughs> um, and wraps him up in her coat, so or in her red riding hood, literally. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I really like about this, which is like pretty obvious, but it's worth saying, like. Okay, so you have the meek girl who's like, oh, I don't know, it's my first time, blah, blah, blah. And the other more confident girls that are wearing more revealing costumes are like, you know, no, you can do it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when she attacks the guy, the principal, and throws him down, now she is looking a lot more confident. She is wearing those, uh, the more you know, sexy clothing yeah. uh, underneath the hood. And then there's this process of unzipping the human skin and ripping out of it. And it's like, so the predator is usually like the typical predator, especially at costume parties is like, you know, this guy wearing this costume and whatever, uh, you know, he's out with, devious intentions you also have predators that are out looking like nice guys and then have devious intentions like wolf in sheep's clothing and then this is the inverse where it is the wolf in a meek uh shy girl's clothing Mm -hmm. um and she is or sexy girl clothing and she is they're all luring in these men to rip apart it's delightful lunch on yes snacks um and as far as the transformation goes we don't get a full scene of transformation because it involves literally taking off or ripping out of the human skin yeah i don't know if we've seen that style transformation yet on the show of like essentially they're unzipping their costume which is their human Mm -hmm. skin and becoming werewolves yeah no we haven't we haven't yet um which i love that version of transformation and i will say that like it's not like neat and clean like it's bloody like all the wolf fur underneath the skin is all like matted and bloody because it's been in this costume and then they like shake it off and you know howl and shit like so there isn't a lot of like halfway looking human werewolf stuff but they do have some pretty great makeup that brings those elements to the human face they have cool eyes really neat teeth i like the teeth that they use in this one um and then after that they're it's it's a wolf and and they eat like lori actually never we never see her full, full wolf, wolf form yeah. um she just starts munching while she's halfway she just couldn't wait i mean <laughs> that happens to virgins a lot you yeah, know just dive right in <laughs> or you know when you get a pizza and you just dive right in okay all right matt we don't need to know about your pizza eating habits <laughs> well speaking of the transformation into um, tmi and habits this, <laughs> this is the hottest transformation we've seen yet okay that is probably true but he's saying this just so you know because there are titties 
Yeah. Titties be showing. Well, and the whole build up to it, like the way she gets on top of him and. Oh, yeah. It's it's meant to be alluring. It's yes. It's meant to be very sexual, which I mean, I get. It's sexual till it's disturbing, which is. uh, Good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That works. I'm here for that. Um. And yeah, they are uh, wolf wolves in this one. They're not the bipedals. Um, right. I think we only see, even though there's a whole bunch of them, I think we only see one full wolf. Um, because this movie was done on an incredibly lack budget, which is oh, to yeah, some of yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're not wrong. Yeah, and they they changed the kind of um the look of the wolf like there's a lot of movement involved that i guess i wouldn't i didn't expect the first time at least yeah so but yeah i think it's really cool but yeah it's an incredible transformation um how, where would you rank it on our transformation scale Ooh, um i would say mm, it's real good it's a five i think I know it's not a full transformation, so it's like a five with an asterisk. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's about right. We don't get the whole transform part, but it's such a great scene. The effect of it is solid. Like it, the effect of it is right up there with American Werewolf. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, the way, yeah, just everything about it, and the the you can tell, uh, you, the, the amount of times I've seen it, you can tell the amount of budget that's in it. But they, it's how well it's used. And they use such fast cuts and moving cameras to disorient you to you know play into the fact that this whole twist just came and everyone that's being eaten alive is now being, is very disoriented. And yes. it becomes this incredibly yes. hectic scene and it's just it's done so well. It really is. I... I don't I I can't say anything that will add anything at this point. Just go watch it. Yeah. Like I'll just keep echoing everything Matt's saying cuz it's so true. Like it's it's iconic. The timing is great, the music is great. Yeah. Yep, the the only minor complaint and it's only a dumb complaint so it doesn't ruin anything. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me Anna Paquin can't walk up to any guy and just get any guy at any time? Probably. I don't know. There's she, some guy that might not like her. I don't know. She's an incredibly beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Guys are just dumb. Fair point. Okay. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, the des- uh, So, what do you think about the design of the actual werewolf, the one we kind of got to see? Like the, yeah, the, the wolf, wolf wolf. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um. I thought, like, I appreciated, like I said, I liked the movements that it gave that I wasn't expecting. Um, I think my one complaint is the same as my complaint for so many wolf animatronics, (laughs) is that when dogs howl, their mouth closes almost completely. Yeah. Um, And so... I like I see I see it all the time with my eyes. I know what it looks like for a wolf or a dog, dog to howl, and every time in these movies they howl with their mouth open, and I'm like, 
but I understand they can't do lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have face muscles. <laughs> they can't like close the sides of the mouth and, yeah. you know, just keep the, the top open. Like I get that that's really difficult. So it's a stupid complaint. Like I, I know yeah. I, I get it, but every, that's just like a little pet peeve I have of all wolf animatronics. And we'll have to, we'll have to adjust this one specifically for this one. But what would happen if you Luna booped the snoot? Because this is a lesson learning werewolf, remember? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Do am I booping the the actual wolf snoot, or am I booping her nose? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with just the werewolf. If you walked in on this party and you're like, "I'm gonna boop that snoot," <laughs> I'm gonna boop that snoot. Um, I think that if I were to walk up and boop that snoot, they would probably turn me that i would hope. that would be like scratch me a little welcome me to the next party that's odd that's funny that's actually exactly what i thought you would say <laughs> they would have me join like them. <laughs> please can i join you this looks fun scratchy scratch scratch here we go <laughs> what would happen if you booped the snoot i'd probably get eaten yeah yeah i think you would i I think you're right on i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it out of that one and yeah if i were to boop (laughs) any of those women's snoots while they were human women they would i think they would just kill me before they'd even get to the party i don't think women (laughs) care for you to boop their snoot not a lot of people like being booped on the snoot i will i will put that out there for your consideration (laughs) boop at your own risk <laughs> but yeah this uh yeah as a uh, as a dude on halloween don't think i'm surviving that one yeah sorry buddy what happens <laughs> <laughs> but wait what a way to go out <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose well i mean i don't know i feel like you would rather be eaten by the werewolves because you get the sexy part yeah before you die this is true yeah i guess you'd want to be invited into the yeah the sexy parts first or do you just want to be murdered by a chick nah i want the sexy parts first <laughs> shocked i'm, I'm shocked, shocked by your right? response yeah. <laughs> um let's see uh, anything else uh, we want to add to this um amazing <laughs> yeah it's great um i I love it. So uh, one minor thing I'll add is the uh, Michael Doherty. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, he did just do Godzilla versus Kong. He directed that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's been asked if he wants to do another one. And he has said he is very interested in writing a sequel that isn't a sequel that would like tie any to this. It'd be a whole new Sam Halloween story. And as long as it's done with the love and care of this one, I would be all for it. I agree. I'm always nervous. But if it's standalone, that makes it so much easier to digest. Um, And, you know, hopefully not too many people stick their little hands in his stories. Yeah. Because he did a great job. I was a little disappointed to find out that town isn't real. Because I want to go to a big Halloween party like Oh, well, <laughs> go to Salem. I'm sorry. That that was Salem, Massachusetts. Saw, that right there. I was there. hoping you would say that. This weekend was absolutely crazy. Like, 
almost overwhelming. Like the stores were awesome. Um, the people were mass, you know, they were from Massachusetts. They were, they were abrupt, <laughs> if you will. Um, but like, it's just everyone's wearing costumes. There's a family of Incredibles running around, like really cool people on stilts and stuff like that. That was basically Salem. Nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I want to do that at some point. We were planning on it at one point before the world turned to crap. Oh, um, and then yeah also yeah. i'm hoping louisiana would be like that new orleans mm. i've never done halloween in new orleans it sounds terrifying <laughs> that is too many people but it could be very fun gotta yeah. do it once it's all you get you just gotta survive it once i guess <laughs> <laughs> i will if i am being booked for a halloween ball and I'm doing aerial. I'm more than happy to run around the city to be if I'm paid to be All there. Right, we'll figure it out, and my band will open for your aerial act. <laughs> oh, I see. We'll, I see. And then we'll end it with a uh, a live podcast that no one wants to listen to. <laughs> it's like you and I. Like this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. So yeah, uh, so. That is trick or treat. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Matt, what have you been listening or listening to watching lately? Well, um, so the big one, uh, since you had a busy weekend, I don't know if you got to see it. Did you get to see the thing? No, I've been working literally all weekend. And I was going to watch, watch it tonight, but recording this podcast is more important, Matt. It's true. <laughs> Well, then uh, I will hold all thoughts you better. and everything. <laughs> so, listeners, well, uh, yeah, that's that's your little tease to come to the next episode because Halloween Kills is out, and and I'm definitely gonna have thoughts about it. I don't know what they are. Thoughts, yeah. We we've but discussed Halloween thoughts. at very lengths. Oh my gosh! Probably most of our friendship hours have been spent discussing <laughs> the Halloween franchise. <laughs> so speaking of which, I don't think this is a spoiler, but I did put a poll out on Twitter mm-hmm. of which is the best Halloween three because there's four Halloween threes now. <laughs> so there's the third in order, which is Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. There is Return of Michael Myers, which is the third in the Laurie Strode series. Mm-hmm. There's H2O, which is the third in the, I don't know what you want to call it. Well, no, mm. sorry. Return is the third in the Thorn series. Mm. H2O is the third in the Laurie Strode series. Yes, there and it is. And Halloween Kills is the third in this new series. And um, not a lot of votes, but Season of the Witch won with 61%. That makes sense. I hate that movie so much. Only... <laughs> In name, I hate that it's called Halloween. I think that it's a fine movie. The movie is fine. I hate that it's called Halloween 3 because he is not in it. And it drives me fucking crazy. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why they decided to do this. But, like, it just, I want to absolutely murder things when people are like, oh, well, 
Halloween 3 is just so good because, like, or, like, they'll be like, I love the Halloween franchise. I just, I just love Michael Myers. And, like, Halloween 3 is fine. It's a good movie. I'm like, Shit, but it's not a Halloween movie. It's not <laughs> Michael Myers. He's not in it. It's true. I do know that there is a, an homage to the Halloween 3 film in the new one, and that's fine. I Look, look. It's, the movie itself yeah. is a good story. It's fine. It's a fun little Halloween <laughs> flick. It is not Halloween 3. It is just Season of the Witch. Fair enough. <laughs> Rant somewhat over because I'm sure over. it'll come back at some point. Oh, yeah. It'll come back <laughs> next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, outside of that, I finished my watch through of all the paranormal activities. I apparently did not see the ghost dimension, the last one. Oh, I don't think I have either, actually. Uh, yeah, if you want to see a movie where they hammered in uh, 3D effects, because that always helps, you know, a good movie. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh. But I'll be talking more in depth on that on my YouTube channel very soon here, um, where I'll be ranking the entire franchise. Which, did you know there's another one coming out this Halloween? I didn't even plan on that, but it's magic. I had no idea, no. It's called Next of Kin. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Never mind. I did. Um, Let's see. What else have I been watching outside of that? I feel like I've been watching a lot of movies. Um, I did watch Halloween 78 and Halloween 18 um, to get ready for Halloween Kills. They're both so good movies. Good choices. Good choices. um, And, yeah, outside of that, Chucky started. I haven't started watching it yet, but Chucky did come oh, out yeah, i forgot about that the sci-fi original that's based off uh well it's it's continuing on the story from cult of chucky oh um, okay so you have to be in I, i'm curious on how deep they go because there is like a big you know continuum of chucky fans that actually know the storyline and all that but like how many new people do you bring in with that <laughs> right yeah i don't know that's That'd be cool. interesting but yeah. I will watch stuff eventually. It's just not high on my priority list. Fair. And then, uh, yeah, the new season of Archer I'm almost done with. And that was very yeah. solid. I have not finished it yet. I'm just I'm kind of slowly working through it because I want to pay attention when I'm watching it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, cool. Yeah, I hope they give a little, like, uh, something at the end to Archer's mom, because that'll be, I'm pretty sure that's her last episode, is the last episode. Did you, did you watch the finale? Not yet, no. Okay. I, I hear they did. Okay. Well, I'll be watching that this week. But yeah, this season of Archer's been very solid. Yay. Yeah, what have you been watching? Um, my God. Um, in all of my free time that I have so much of, I've been watching, uh... I did watch a few, like, I, I did get a chance to, like, sit down and watch some movies. I watched um, uh, Evil Dead, the original, the Evil Dead. Um, it'd, been a, it'd been a minute since yeah. I'd seen it. I still like that movie. It's It does not age well, of course, but yeah. <laughs> the, I really love the new version of that one. Um, I watched some just random, like... I just opened shit and was like, horror movie, great, and watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's the time of year that all the streaming services, like, put stuff out that I can't usually see. So I'm just, like, trying to watch as much as possible. 
Um, honestly, nothing really jumps out in my mind. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I watched... Crap. A movie. And it was good. And now I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Look here. Okay. I just did a whole weekend on very little sleep. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, and I watched The Manor on Amazon Prime, and I really like that, too. But did you watch Your Manners? <laughs> I'll be here all night, folks. Uh, <laughs> you won't if I stop the recording? <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, I definitely recommend that one. That was fun. Um. But yeah, so I've been, I haven't been able to watch a lot, but oh well. <laughs> it happens. Eventually, I'll be able to watch more stuff one day when I'm not slammed and I can sleep and do all my jobs. There you go. At the same time. <laughs> I don't know when that day is. But at some point, I will do all the work for all the jobs and watch all the movies. Watch all the movies. Yes. <laughs> I think that's when they like legalize cocaine so I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> I mean, there's 24 usable hours in every day if you're on cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We are not advocating using a cocaine. God. Anyway. <laughs> Legal disclaimer. Gotham Sloth does not advocate legal use of any drugs of any sort of kind. <laughs> Please consult your physician if you do need to stay up for 24 hours for some goddamn reason. <laughs> some goddamn reason. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my, oh, that's great. That's my audition to be the voiceover guy at the end of uh, <laughs> any pharmaceutical ads. Oh, God. That is when you actually have sold your soul to the devil. Uh, Well, um, that being said, what are we watching next? All right. So next time, if you want to watch along with us, make sure you strap on your PVC cat suit and get your uh, spirit Halloween fangs going and get a 9 millimeter fully automatic handgun. Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the early 2000s classic, Underworld. Aw, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So uh, since you won't hear from us again until after our beloved holiday, I hope everyone has an awesome Halloween, and we will talk to you in November. Yes. Before we sign off, though, if people want to wish you a happy Halloween on the socials, how can they do oh, that? Oh, yeah, I suppose. All right. I <laughs> guess we can provide. Wow. So you can find me at Luna underscore Minwee on Instagram and Twitter and tic- uh, TikTok. Yes. All those three things. Yes. <laughs> Where can people find you? I'm wizard underscore or <laughs> feral underscore Wizard underscore Matt on Twitter. <laughs> Wizard Cosplay on the Instagram. And I am Feral Wizard on the TikTok. And my cat is trying to drink out of my glass. And you can't see her. She's just below the camera. <laughs> but now well, I can't see you. I can only look at a cat and pretend she has your I voice. S- <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Matt. Sup? This glass is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. As Luna said... Happy Halloween to everybody out there. Yeah, have fun, be safe, and we'll talk to you in November. Bye. Bye.